Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about appreciation. You know, as we prepare for Thanksgiving Day, I always like to think about gratitude in my life and whether I'm displaying a thankful heart. And appreciation is just one form of gratitude that we can use to lift others up. There are definitions for appreciation out there, and they uh, are basically the recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something, or uh, maybe to uh, uh, have a full understanding of a situation. So that's also having an appreciation for something. You know, it makes me think about some of the moments over the years when I started to gain appreciation for different things in my life. You know, I was blessed to have a very loving family growing up, and we would go to church events together, school activities together, vacations together, about everywhere. <laughs> you know, and I've mentioned before, of course, that uh, most vacations included my parents and both sets of their parents or my grandparents. And I would always appreciate getting to know the different generations in our family, how they were raised and how they interacted uh, together in their early years. And it was uh, through several conversations with my Papa Meacham that I developed an early appreciation for veterans who served and currently serve our country through the military. You know, I never felt the pull to join the service from the uh, conversations myself, but, uh, you know, I knew, of course, that I was um, called to be a pastor even at an early age. But I definitely developed a great deal of appreciation for those who did and, and uh, do currently serve. You know, as I moved into the late teen years and on into young adulthood, my appreciation for new things kept growing and growing. You know, as a lover of music, my tastes expanded beyond just the rock and pop music I'd been listening to. I actually started enjoying classical and country and R&B and, of course, uh, some jazz, a lot, quite a bit of jazz, actually. So much so that uh, one of our legacy band members and I uh, would drive downtown Columbus to downtown Columbus and take an elevator to the top floor of a high-rise building just to listen to a jazz trio that would play in, in the restaurant there on the weekends. You know, there was just something about hearing those highly skilled musicians putting everything into that music and experiencing it live. I also developed my appreciation for classical music while I was at Otterbein University. You know, as a voice major, I had to learn different uh, languages of songs, and I learned songs in French and German and Italian, <laughs> where I literally had to memorize each sound. Uh, since it, uh, you know, didn't really, I didn't really know exactly what I was singing, but uh, we would actually break down the lyrics, and that way I'd, I'd understand what I was singing, so that way I wasn't smiling while I was singing about a tragic death. <laughs> you know, after college, I moved to Nashville to try my hand in the music business, as I've mentioned, and I think my experiences and ultimately meeting Emily there was the real reason the Lord led me there. You know, but I gained an appreciation for different Bible teaching while I was single and looking for things to do. You know, some preacher's kids might test the waters of the wild side and stay in the deep end. <laughs> but, you know, I found the most com comfort in stopping in different churches and hearing teachings and messages on bro a broad range of topics. I was like a sponge soaking it all in. But, you know, even all of the new information flooding my mind with all of that, there was always that place in my heart that was missing my home church. 
and I could now see how I truly appreciated what I had at our church in Ohio. You know, it reminded me of the story in the Bible about the prodigal son. You know, he seemed to be bored with his home life, and he wanted to blow his inheritance on seeing the world and getting into whatever he wanted to get into. But the circumstances he ended up going through ended up giving him a great appreciation for the life he had at his father's house, especially, I'm sure, when he was wallowing with the pigs. (laughs) You know, I think it was good for me to hear other perspectives and teaching and preaching while I was gone. But ultimately, there's just something about being home. You know, much of this same feeling of appreciation happened for me in the area of relationships. You know, after you go through some dysfunctional dating periods in your life, you find great appreciation in your heart when you find the one that God had in store for you. You know, I can remember when I met Emily, I kept thinking about how, you know, when you have met that perfect match, everything just feels right, doesn't it? You don't have to labor to feel comfortable around the person or try to make a conversation not so awkward. Emily and I could just talk all night about family and goals and dreams on and on and on. I was full of appreciation to know what all I had experienced in the past and now to see what the future might hold. You know, I think it's good to have an appreciation for things that aren't necessarily your cup of tea as well, right? You know, you can still appreciate a set of skills or the passion that's behind what someone is doing. You know, I've mentioned before uh, when I think was talking about television on that podcast that I enjoy watching some of the uh, competition baking shows on TV. (laughs) Now, I could burn the toast in the toaster (laughs) with my lack of baking skills and not even bat an eye. But my appreciation is so great for the passion and skill that's displayed on those shows uh, or for the baking and cooking. And I'm just drawn to the outcomes of what's created by those bakers and the chefs. You know, uh, it's awesome to be able to see, uh, you know, this, this is being put in there for different tastes and, and different flavors and how they have to make it uh, work out a certain way. And then just to see that come together is amazing. And I do appreciate how they're doing that. You know, each October... Uh, I and the other pastors often are recognized on Pastor Appreciation Sunday. Now, some of the programs in the past (laughs) included some jokes and skits and such about the pastors, and uh, we would take it like we we needed to, but sometimes, you know, those turned into sort of a roast. (laughs) So we are appreciative now that some nice cards are given to us and uh, nice words are said on the appointed Sunday. But, you know, the Bible talks quite a bit about appreciation. In fact, in 1 Thessalonians 1-2, it says, We give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers. You know, that verse reminds us that one of the greatest ways we can show appreciation to others is to pray for them. You know, it's been a tough year out there, and to show your care and appreciation to someone by offering to pray for them and then following through with that could be a life-changing act, couldn't it? You know, you might run into a moment this Thanksgiving where you might need to show that kind of love to a family member or a friend. Just prepare yourself to be ready for that situation. You truly could be an instrument of God in that moment. And I know He appreciates that. And understanding that, of course, is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey. 
Our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church, and more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. Remember that you can also send me an email directly to Pastor Doug Meacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's Pastor Doug, M-E-A-C-H-A-M at yahoo.com. So won't you join us again next week for life's beautiful journey? Have a happy Thanksgiving, and God bless. Let's